Patricia Rozvora and you're listening to the second part of Kitchen Conversations with Christina Tasheva. Yeah, I think now would be nice to speak a bit um, more specific about your works. And uh, uh, I chose uh, three of your latest uh, photo books for today. Uh, and um, yeah, so they are like, the oldest one is from 2015. It's the woman with the brown hair uh, or me and my informant. Then we have... Um, the Queen of the Animals and the Most Beautiful Gardens from 2017 and your newest book, In Belief is Power, from last year. Uh, and I think we can start with the woman with the brown hair or me and my informant. Uh, if you could uh, introduce it a little, uh, what it is for you about. Um Shortly, it is uh, semi-autobiographical and uh, this uh, publication I made after uh, two years of experiments and uh, research on uh, migration. Actually, I've, I've tried to visualize uh, um, the steps somebody like me uh, made from a, a, a person that feels a victim from the circumstances, from a, the position it takes to um, someone that uh, uh, finds uh, the empowerment in uh, being an artist, uh, reading uh, theoreticians, uh, uh, having uh, this uh, uh, experience as well, and. Uh, other artists uh, and uh, empowering is itself uh, and uh, becoming a, a pioneer, somebody that uh, has also the control in uh, its hands and uh, 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 taking a, a, another uh, progressive uh, position. Uh, and um, uh, that's uh, what's about in, in this book. I thought... Uh, Uh, I can uh, uh, write a text uh, um, uh, about uh, this journey and um, maybe there will be people that would like to uh, 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 read about this experience and uh, in a very be best uh, case uh, also um, give them a strength as well. <laughs> I think in this book, uh, in this work as in... in throughout your practice uh, you talk about the, the in-between space uh, yes I would like to hear more about that what is this space for you um, yeah it's, uh, it's uh, the space uh, I always uh, um, to visualize that uh, on the first place I use the diagram diagram of Venn And the simplest variant of it uh, are two circles uh, that uh, overlap each other. Uh, uh, and uh, the space where they overlap, uh, this I uh, um, experience, uh, um, uh, this is the expression of this uh, in-between uh, space. The space where um, uh, 
Bulgaria, let's say so, and uh, Netherlands overlap where I can exist uh, because uh, uh, more and more I, I feel like uh, um, uh, this is the only uh, possible uh, psychological uh, uh, space where I can uh, exist uh, uh, because at uh, one moment uh, I'm not anymore only Bulgarian or only uh, uh, becoming a Dutch, uh, uh, but something in between. Uh, so uh, I can have also uh, a different experience uh, and uh, a different view on uh, on things that are happening happening around me, and uh, translate this to people that are not in this uh, position. Uh, so mostly of the time. Um, uh, my work uh, visualizes this space and that's obviously not a geographical uh, space uh, and uh, for this purpose uh, I'm also uh, the observer and the observed and that's very important uh, uh, so that uh, I'm not the only one the only one that experience uh, but also the one who analyzes as observer and uh, I take different positions and angles to do that. Would you say the in-between space is getting bigger or smaller with time? Um, I think it's positive uh, for my life that it takes over and uh, slowly maybe there will be uh, nothing anymore like like only Bulgaria, only the Netherlands. Uh, that's that's something very nice I experience. Yeah. So maybe it's like overlapping or totally overlapping with the time. One. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's that's also feels like um, that you cannot make roots anymore. That you're not really attached to a place. Not physically. Uh, psychologically, you can be everywhere. And that's quite hard, actually. Not making roots, not being attached, it's, it's also uh, uh, a point that you achieve through a very difficult process <laughs> of unrooting. <laughs> of unrooting. And in line with that, what does it mean for you today to come back home? Yeah, that's not physical anymore and that uh, could change quite a lot. I have two homes uh, here in the Netherlands and uh, in Bulgaria and uh, uh, that uh, feels uh, really uh, befriding, how you say this? Uh, uh, liberating. Liberating, yes, uh, because uh, until uh, that moment I was feeling li like I'm... Uh, be uh, I'm I was torturing myself by uh, uh, thinking you have to choose, you have to choose where to live, uh, where to be. But uh, somehow with the time I thought, yeah, that's the wrong, uh, the wrong uh, question. Uh, you have to think, uh, you have uh, two homes, you have uh, two places uh, and there could be a third one if, as, as far as uh, your favorite uh, people that you love are with you. So I start to think uh, uh, more where the people are that I love and not more uh, what is the place where I have to be. Mm 
<laughs> Something like that. Mm. And uh, I think in, uh, in the second uh, work, The Queen of the Animals and the Most Beautiful Gardens, uh, you touch a little uh, on that. So about the people you love and uh, the family and uh, your relatives. How do they find uh, themselves in the, in the space? Um, yeah, so I think again I would like to ask you to tell us what is this book about for you? The Queen of the Animals and the Most Beautiful Gardens. Um, actually, um, uh, working on this project uh, was uh, the way that I realized what I, I just said because uh, until then uh, it was like or, or, or you're here or you're there and there's no way in between. Uh, uh, my, my mother became uh, 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 very ill uh, and uh, um, at, at one moment uh, uh, my father said um, uh, now you really have to come back home um, and uh, a friend of mine um, she said to me maybe that's why uh, your mother became ill because, because you left uh, her uh, alone Uh, so that that was like um, like very heavy um, 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 how how to be with my mother and uh, in the same time uh, um, having the life I had until now my own life uh, and that was in the Netherlands and is <laughs> also in the Netherlands um, and uh, um, through Working on this project, I uh, uh, realized that I can be at both places at the same time. And um, um, the guilt, I'm, uh, uh, I'm asking a question if I'm guilty towards my parents and my homeland. Uh, it, it is asked more in um, uh, general. Um, And it is uh, connected uh, to the public uh, discussions uh, that are there, at least in Bulgaria, but I believe they will be existing in other countries uh, uh, like Bulgaria. Uh, uh, what is the um, role of the Bulgarian migrants uh, in Bulgaria? Uh, uh, why they uh, they're like sometimes treated as betrayers because they left and parents and uh, homeland behind uh, that uh, maybe they had to stay and fight for change to see this country uh, changing towards uh, a better future So that's, uh, that's a moral question is uh, uh, kind of always uh, uh, actual. But um, what um, facts are and numbers are telling us uh, is that uh, the Bulgarian migrants are the biggest investor uh, in this country. <laughs> in, in the Netherlands? In Bulgaria. In Bulgaria. Bulgarian uh, uh, migrants in Bulgaria are the biggest investor. So, the, yeah, this is uh, how it, it works. 
I'm curious uh, about the what do you think about the generational gap uh, between generations growing up um, in the East, so through the transition, and for example, uh, generations uh, here growing up in the West. Huh. Maybe you can tell about it. <laughs> so of course, I think, yeah, we are from a bit different generation, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I uh, Unfortunately, I don't have uh, so, so, um, I don't have an idea from uh, my own experience. I, I, um, what I can say is only from articles that I read, news, and uh, that is that uh, younger people have no, not so much an idea about the past, the communistic past. Uh, but this is also because on a, on a, um, a state uh, level, uh, there is not so much to uh, to explain younger people uh, about the past, uh, how it really uh, was and uh, how this uh, influenced our present and their future. Um, and uh, the only person I know uh, at about the age of 18, uh, a girl, uh, what I know about her is her wishes is that she wants to migrate to Germany. First to study there and uh, later maybe to uh, to live there. But maybe uh, you have also uh, your experience, although you you are coming from an, another country. I think uh, there are similar uh, uh, things. Yeah, I feel. Also, I'm very interested between generations. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm also very interested in the in the topic. Uh, however, yeah, I was born after the the transition, the transformation. So 94, 1994. Yeah, 1994. So already like few years into the new system. And yeah, if I wouldn't be that interested in it, maybe I wouldn't even notice, you know, that there was some completely different past. Um, but... The, the closer I look, the more I see the differences between, let's say, my parents who lived a bit in both and then my grandparents who were like most of their lives living yeah, under communism. But yeah. how much of this is, was in your history lessons, for example? Uh, yeah, I think nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really, uh, this is something I got interested maybe uh, two years ago, really... Yeah. Uh, more thoroughly and yeah this was like the history doesn't really cover the last uh, 30 years it's rather the history before and uh, yeah which I think is very big pity because we could understand way more of our own culture and yeah yeah and why why we have these uh, difficulties nowadays uh, last uh, 30 years <laughs> yeah and yeah, so ba basically about the generational gap, I feel sometimes it's a bit more difficult to yeah to talk and to have the same understanding. And I think this might be connected to different experiences, different what what you had and how how little there was maybe, and how differently you treat uh, your life now. I don't know. 
But what is that difficulties in the communication that you experience? Uh, in mm. what way? Like, I think it's more like that you have to really appreciate everything. There's not to be critical. Not to be critical and not okay. to That's a good uh, point. <laughs> yeah, not to be a bit picky, you know? Like you should be happy with what you have and I mean be also try to take as much as you can and uh, develop of course and catch what you really feel like wanting to do. But yeah, also not to be too critical and yeah, maybe in that way. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I think now we, uh, we can move to your latest book, In Belief is Power. Uh, what did you have in mind when creating this work? Um. Well, I was uh, critical uh, towards uh, political views and understandings of uh, um, local politicians, Dutch politicians, and uh, I was fighting with uh, clichés uh, about uh, uh, the question who is the migrant uh, and how uh, this uh, other person is understood. Uh, and at one moment uh, there were news about uh, what happens in uh, at the border, uh, uh, Turkish-Bulgarian border, uh, um, how a group of nationalists uh, are hunting after uh, illegal uh, Muslim uh, migrants uh, crossing this European Union border. There are two million Bulgarian migrants all over the world. So uh, this uh, country uh, is uh, uh, allowing nationalist groups to hunt Muslim migrants. <laughs> I, I, I was... Uh, Yeah, it was devastating, and um, I, I um, posed uh, some uh, questions to myself, like uh, I start to think um, what uh, what provokes this fear uh, for, for of foreigners uh, in the local population, uh, the Bulgarians. Um, what uh, is the life uh, and history and uh, traditions of uh, this population. I, I was trying to think, uh, yeah, it's also mine uh, history and traditions, uh, but uh, asking questions, uh, I thought to choose a certain area uh, uh, at the border, uh, the Strange Mountain, Uh, uh, as a, also representation of the events uh, uh, that are happening all over Europe. Um, other, um, of course, uh, popped up the question, what is uh, this Bulgarian ide identity exactly uh, built of? Um, 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 is there yeah, this uh, strange... Uh, 
think, is there a beautiful nationalism? What would help a vanishing nation preserve itself? I found out also that the Bulgarians, Bulgarian nation is the fastest disappearing uh, nation in the world, although there is no war or some other uh, 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 problems like this. Uh, and... Um, of course, in general, I'm, I'm trying to find uh, what connects us uh, as people. And uh, yeah, um, I, I uh, decided to go to the place where these uh, events are taking place and to find out uh, uh, because uh, news, uh, news quite often are um, influenced by uh, uh, ideologies uh, uh, in, in the countries. Uh, so... Uh, uh, not trusting uh, to uh, what I, I was reading, I decided to go and find the truth for myself. So the image which uh, was portrayed by the Dutch media, right? Because this is how you found not out only, about it? Not only, uh, it was in the Dutch media, but also uh, uh, articles uh, written in England in and uh, uh, Bulgarian articles uh, as well. Uh, I could read uh, also in, uh, in the website of these uh, organized nationalists. Uh, they're also in English, by the way, because they're kind of sponsored from uh, German and uh, uh, other uh, English as well uh, nationalistic groups, actually from all over Europe. What's so, the name of the... Is this like a specific group of people? Uh, no, there are several. So oh, yeah. uh, there are several, yeah. And uh, was it somehow striking how the um, Western, so to speak, or Anglophonic media portrayed this conflict? What was uh, there, uh, the tension on the nationalists was enormous. Uh, I've seen only one BBC... Uh, program or article uh, that was also telling about the people itself that were living there because that's different the local pop pop uh, population is something different than the nationalistic groups that are formed, they are coming from all over the country uh, so uh, mostly the accent was on the nationalistic groups uh, how they are organized uh, what they are doing, about their relations to other uh, uh, European uh, groups, uh, nationalistic groups, far right. Um, uh, even there was a program, a Dutch program, uh, the journalist went uh, to Bulgaria to show also uh, how they, these groups, people from this group are, are training, how they think, uh, how they behave. So for me was also the question uh, how I'm going to work on my project. Uh, is it something uh, that I have to continue from the news and uh, um, integrate from one of these groups uh, so to be able to experience uh, uh, um, from the first hand uh, how they think and what they do. Uh, but... Um, um, at one moment I decided that this is uh, uh, will be again as uh, it feels like advertisement of these people and their ideology uh, so I it felt like not right to do this as well but 
what I could do was to uh, um, research and show uh, the way of living of the local people by this border because uh, also the border changed several times through the years and uh, uh, I found it much more interesting uh, these layers of history at the place uh, how the people experience uh, 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 all these years of change and uh, uh, what is their life now what they believe in um, so uh, that was much more valuable for me and for my project than to uh, talk again uh, about the nationalists yeah I like that you chose to go there yourself and really yeah reveal kind of with your own eyes with your own camera uh the reality of the place and yeah i think that that is often the case that the media shows only one very small part of it the most maybe shocking the most uh, exciting for the yeah, yeah, yeah for the viewer yeah uh but i think it was very successful how i see it when i see the book that you really went there yourself and with your own gaze uh also through this both lenses as, as a Bulgarian, but also as a Dutch or becoming Dutch, <laughs> you saw uh, yeah, this history. It is interesting uh, that uh, um, when I went there, uh, I've been uh, people saw me. Some people saw me as Bulgarian, and other people saw me as somebody different, somebody that doesn't belong there. And here is the same, uh, uh, but I, I still uh, still am only the Bulgarian, <laughs> and uh, rarely the Dutch. It's how you see uh, people, how you experience them. But it's uh, hard to find out that uh, in Bulgaria I could be also the one that is different, other, the foreigner. Although that's my homeland. Uh, in your statement on your website, uh, you write, can we build identities based on similarities and not on differences? I thought this is like a very big question to ask. And I was wondering if you already managed to find some answers or perhaps solutions to that. How can we connect each other by... What's, di what's similar and not what's different? Um, I cannot say how. Uh, probably there are a, a lot of ways uh, uh, to connect. There are a lot of ways to connect. But uh, uh, the question for me is uh, more rhetorical. And uh, what I find uh, really interesting, why we cannot uh, find the similarities why we're searching for the differences this is what I try to find out and uh, how maybe it will be as a result of uh, this uh, research <laughs> uh, and uh, last but not least uh, I was curious uh, if you can tell a bit about your upcoming work what you're now uh, working on um, 
it's uh, it's again uh, a way to find out uh, uh, who I am. Um, because I think uh, I will not be able uh, to to say to comment on questions on identity if I don't uh, uh, um, I, I don't know myself if I don't know where I belong and uh, who I am um, it, it is um, um, it, it started again uh, on a um, on a very uh, a simple way. I mean that uh, somebody in public uh, called me a communist, a cynical communist, and um, um, I was it. Uh, can you specify in uh, which context uh, 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 that was? A Dutch person called that me. That seems uh, very important. That's important. Yeah, that's very important uh, in the Netherlands. A Dutch person called me a cynical communist. Um, um, uh, in a in a in, in an yeah, a bit, uh, yeah, very, very uh, intensive uh, conversation. Um, and uh, at this moment, uh, I didn't know how to react. Uh, what does this mean? Um, um, is it a bad word? Uh, uh, but uh, seeing the context, uh, I thought that it would be not a, a good word to name somebody a communist. Um, um, it, it was actually very interesting um, uh, for years this question kept me uh, busy <laughs> what it meant this and uh, yeah what what to do with it actually and uh, after some years I decided to find out uh, uh, by uh, uh, researching the history of the Dutch communists in the Netherlands during the Second World War and in the same time uh, to follow uh, the activities of the Bulgarian uh, uh, communists after the war. Do you have a title already? Um, yeah, I have a title. It's a bit uh, long. Uh, it is changing, it's a working title, but it gives me some kind of a grip. Encyclopedia of uh, Pain, uh, the, the Body, the Voices and the Periphery. So it's a long one. The Encyclopedia of Pain, the Body, the Voices and the Periphery. Yeah, I think uh, it's a long one, but there is a lot to it. It's very, yeah, it's very broad, uh, but uh, I will try to keep my research uh, as close to myself as possible, to my own uh, background uh, and uh, interest, and uh, uh, this is how I think to work on it. Otherwise, it's uh, extremely uh, big, extremely big, yeah. Is it the first time uh, you're making a work... Uh which will be based in the Netherlands. The research will be based on the Dutch context. And history, yes, I think so, yeah. yeah. And that's very exciting. And uh, uh, also because I, I almost don't know anything about the, the Dutch history. Uh, and um, second, uh, 
because a lot of, of the literature is, of course, in in Netherlands. And, um, yeah, this is also the way to improve my uh, Dutch. <laughs> in Dutch, not in Netherlands, yeah, in, in Dutch. And... Um, uh, yeah, it, I, I find it very good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with this project, to work on such project. Yeah, very exciting. I'm looking forward. When do you think there will be some... Or you don't like to put deadlines? Oh, no, there is a deadline, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah there is a definitely a deadline. Um, uh, uh, the project has to become a publication again and uh, exhibition and a performance uh, this this is what I, I'm uh, planning uh, as a form for the uh, uh, for the work uh, but uh, I hope that in 2024 it will be completed Right, so I we hope, still have yeah. to wait a bit. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I'm still in a research phase. It's a big topic for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, and uh, to finalize, I think already as a tradition, because I did that uh, also in my last interview, I would like to ask uh, about your favorite Bulgarian dish or something which, yeah, taste-wise uh, reminds you of Bulgaria. Yeah, it's it's a dish that was made by my grandmothers and my mother, and uh, still I ask for it when I'm there. Uh, only um, I I hope that uh, you yeah you're a vegetarian. <laughs> I I don't know if you if you it would be nice to say this, but uh, it's it's a it's a chicken with rice. <laughs> All right from the oven. It's uh, made in the oven. It's uh, very simple. All together? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Chicken with uh, rice. Uh, and it is prepared in the oven. How do you... Very simple. How do you call it, the dish? Yeah, the, uh, simply like this. And Chicken <laughs> with rice. <laughs> can, can you say it in Bulgarian? Uh, Pilisuris. Great. <laughs> All right. I think we were speaking uh, quite some time. Thank yeah, you so it's, uh, much. It, 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 it was a long conversation. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm, thank you uh, so much. I'm happy to have you here. Uh, it's, it's a nice uh, day as well. And uh, I hope you like to walk also a bit if you have time. You were listening to Kitchen Conversations. To find Christina's favorite Bulgarian recipe as well as the link to her photo books, please see the show notes. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time. Thank you very much for the nice cookies. Maybe some Polish touch. I don't know. Maybe they are How Polish. How you call them in Polish? I don't know. I, just like uh, yeah, rogaliki z dżemem, you would say. Rogaliki, rogczytas z uh, uh, smarmalą. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>